Hello, my brothers, support Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor, and welcome to Warrior on Fire Daily Fuel Edition. Today's topic is this, the most important things you could ever teach your children. Sit back and relax, and welcome to today's Daily Fuel. Hi, my name is Bailey White. My dad is Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor. 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 <laughs> You're listening to Warrior on Fire. On Fire. On Fire. <laughs> Okay, so here is the 411, my friends. My mom was Catholic, my dad was Mormon, my mom converted Mormonism, I was raised in Mormonism, left Mormonism, went to uh, general Christianity, um, tried out a whole bunch of stuff, Presbyterian, we tried out Methodist, we tried out born-again Christian, we tried out non-denominational, we tried out all these different churches. So here's the one thing I can tell you uh, over the last couple of decades of experiencing all these different faiths and these different walks of life, and it simply is this. They all have a philosophy and a strategy for having and experiencing joy in this life and, quote, the next. The one thing that's interesting is how do you deal with this conversation with your kids, right? So let me give you an example. As a kid, I didn't ever feel like I had much space to ask any questions. There was just between the Catholicism and the Mormonism, put those two together, and what you have is a complete doctrine of this is how it is, pure and simple, and uh, that's it. Like, that's it. Everybody else is wrong. This is the way it is. So I was raised in this, but always having these questions of really, is that it? Really, is that all there is? Really, is that the game? Are we sure about this? Are we sure this is the truth? Are we sure this is exactly how it goes? And so I wasn't raised questioning outside. Not that my parents were really, my parents did the very best they can. This isn't a conversation about making my parents wrong at all. But I know this is an experience for a lot of guys my age who are now 40, who were raised under this regime of this is the way it is doctrine. So as I sit back and I look at this as a father now with a 16, 8, and 4-year-old, I'm like, okay, well, what, what is the most significant thing I could leave with my kids? Is it the right answer? Is, is that the most significant thing I could leave with my children? Is the right answer? Hey, kids, just so you know, here is the right way to do this. Here is the right conversation to have about God. Here is the right conversation. Holy shit. I'm out in my backyard and I'm looking at these spider webs and these are the most ginormous spiders I've ever seen in my life. And now I'm finding out that my dog dug up all of the sprinklers. Yes, I know. He, he was supposed to dig those up. We had the yard guy do that. All right, so back to my, back to my point here. We're in the backyard. We're kind of by the South Coast Highway. There's a lot of cars, lots of noise going on. Anyways, so what's the most important thing that I could leave to my kids then? Is it the right answer? Uh, this is a, kind of the same scenario dilemma I go into when it comes to helping people out with money. You know, it's like, is the best thing I can do for you is give you some money? Really? So a few years back, I had an experience with a mentor of mine. It was actually about a decade ago. I was walking down the street in Chicago, and this guy, uh, this, there was a homeless man there, and he was asking for some money. I reached in my wallet. I pulled out a couple hundreds, and then I gave him uh, a couple hundred dollars. Now, I share that with you because I was doing it to impress my mentor. Um, now, I normally am a pretty giving person, been less attached to my money than a lot of people probably are with theirs. Definitely a lot less than what uh, I've experienced with my wife um, over the years. We've been together almost 13, 14 years. Um, so I, I kind of let money go. It's a good thing, and it's a bad thing. Um, in some ways. It gets me what I want. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I need to be a little more tight with my money. Uh, sometimes that she needs to be a little more loose with her money. So anyways, I was sitting with, uh, with uh, my mentor walking in Chicago and I give the couple hundred dollars to this guy and we keep walking and he goes, that's it? Now I'm thinking, what the hell, dude? I just gave like a whole bunch of money to this dude trying to impress you. In my mind, I'm thinking this. I'm not saying this, of course, at this time because uh, there was no way I was going to be that real back in the day. So I was like, yeah, hey, listen, you know, I, I, I feel like I've given a ton. What do I need to give more? So I open up my wallet and I go back to give him another hundred. 
again, not doing it because I really wanted to necessarily that amount of money. I was just kind of like, ah, you know what? I was trying to impress him. So I go back, give him the hundred, do it again. So now I've given this guy three hundred dollars. And I'm thinking, okay, my mentor just wanted me to, you know, loosen the purse strings, not be attached to money, etc. And he's like, no. And he looks at me and he goes, that's ridiculous. Now, the whole time I'm thinking that what he's talking about is the money. But what he's really talking about, he said, what's the most valuable thing to you right now, the money or your time? And I said, the time. He said, well, why don't you sit down with that man and t give him some of your time? Easy for you to throw some money out, but why don't you give him some time? And I was like, shit. And so I did. I sat down and had this amazing conversation with... With, I'm sitting right here. My wife hates my socks. I have all these like random socks. She gave me instructions that I need to have those socks cleaned up because family's coming here in about an hour. And uh, instead of waiting for me to come upstairs and go through the socks, she literally bundled up the entire bundle of socks and threw them on the back porch with me. I <laughs> uh, love that woman. All right. That's what I'm sure I'd say daily fuel for another day. So anyways, come back to this. And, and, uh, and, and he asked me, okay, what's the most valuable thing you give him? I said, time. He said, time. And I, and I said, time. And he's like, well, why don't you give him that? And I sit back and I, I relate that and I liken that unto the same conversation with my children. What's the most important thing I could leave with my kids? Right? Is it the right answer? Is that the most valuable thing I could leave with my children? I die tomorrow and what they have is the right answer. But what if it's the wrong answer for their path? What if it's not? What if the world changes so much and then the way that practical execution of things change so much? Look how much things have changed in the last five, six years with social media and technology. I'm doing this podcast with my cell phone in the backyard of my house with an entire system and team that loads this entire thing up and we affect tens of thousands of people's lives every single week with it. We couldn't do this the same way five years ago. Need a big, huge setup. Couldn't do it 10 years ago. No way. My first audio recording cost $25,000 to put together. And here I am rocking from this cell phone device, creating this podcast for you and sharing this message in a way that was never as possible. So what was more powerful, the right way to do podcasting 10 years ago when it first got off the ground or the way or how to think through creating the content and the messaging of a podcast? In my kids' lives, it's like, is it more powerful to me to teach my children to have the right answer or is it more powerful for me to have a conversation with my children about how to discover the answer that works for them? Again, this brings us back to this whole give a man a fish or teach a man to fish. What are we committed to? And I find that it's so much easier most times to just like give people fish. Well, here's the right answer. And then when they say, well, why? I said, well, here, here, because my girls were chanting this morning before church. And they're like, no, we hate church. We hate church. And I was going to take a Mormon service today. Felt like it was a good day to go there. So we decided to change it up. We change it up every single week. So I go to take my kids there. And one of the things that are belief system philosophically inside the Mormon religion is that you baptize your children eight. In the Catholic religion, it's you baptize them when you're babies. You can see this whole thing. I think probably maybe you can just get baptized twice. And when your baby and you're eight, and then you maybe get your bases covered there as a Catholic and a Mormon. And so they're talking to my daughter who's not been baptized, not as a Catholic or as a Mormon. My daughter's eight. And so she's at that age. And so there's all this pressure that comes from the culture that the right answer is for you to be baptized. And yet there my daughter is standing with the leadership in the church today. And they're, they're, and they're telling me this afterwards. I can tell they didn't really know what to do with it. Because they're sitting saying, well, you're eight years old. You need to be baptized. And my daughter was like, no, I don't need to be baptized at eight. My mom and dad said, I can get baptized if I want to get baptized, when I want to get baptized in the church I want to get baptized in. And right now, I don't even know if God is real. And I think the Bible is a bunch of stories and I don't even think it's real. Now you can imagine, you can imagine the look on the face of this woman who's teaching my daughter in Sunday school. Like she's, like, she's not been prepared to deal with these kind of questions, nor to deal with that kind of intensity from an eight-year-old. And some people look at it, my in-laws look at it sometimes, they get worried and panicky for my daughter. I'm like, I'm not worried about it. Are you kidding me? 
I would rather my daughter ask these kind of questions and question the game at this age than to be a mom with four children having a meltdown, midlife crisis at 40. It's like if there was ever a time for my daughter to be questioning life, it's now. Who am I to tell her this is how it is? And so what I do every day as teacher, we were talking about this on the way to church service today, and I said, baby girl, one of the most powerful things I love about you is your willingness to do critical thinking. And she said, well, what is this, Dad? I said, critical thinking is your willingness to ask hard questions and to do the work necessary to think through the answers. She's like, yeah, Dad, I like that too. And I said, I love that about you. I was like, don't you ever stop that. Don't ever just accept that because Dad says it, it must be true. You have to know it's true for you. And I'll ask her why. And she said, because if I don't, then I won't do it. And I said, that's right. Because if you don't truly believe it, you won't do it for long. You might do it for a short period of time, but you won't do it for long. And like a house in a hurricane, house built out of cards, you know, playing cards in the, in the middle of a hurricane, once that hurricane begins to blow, you will fall to the ground. And so when people say, well, what's the most important thing you can teach your kids? Well, it's not giving them my money. It's teaching them how to create it. It's not telling them how to think. It's giving them the power to critically think. It's not telling them this is how it is. It's helping them arrive at the discovery of what is for them. Now, obviously, are they going to be influenced by me? Yes. CrossFit influenced my daughter's life, the athletic ability, the meditation, all this is an influence from being around me. But at the end of the day... We forgot to get pasta for the meal, the main meal. Uh-oh, come over here, because I'm doing a daily fuel about you. Hold on. Okay, we'll go get pasta for mom here in a minute. Here's a question I need you to answer. We were talking about um, critical thinking on the way to church. You remember we were talking about this? What's that mean? Remember we were talking about critical thinking where you ask hard questions? Oh, yeah. I love doing that. It's so fun. Okay, so tell tell all the people on Daily Fuel why why it's so important for you as a kid to be doing critical thinking and asking lots of questions. Because then after that, like, then when, like, you may not have the answers to every single one, like what was made before God. I don't, no one knows that. Say that one again. This is the one you keep stumping me and everybody with. A lot yeah. of people try to what tell was you made the answer. I just keep telling you I don't know. What is it? No one, Hi. no one even knows this. What's the, um, what's the question? What was made before all of the gods? Because we looked up on Surrey what was made before God, and they said gods. And then I said, oh, like sometimes I imagine it's just like a blank piece of paper. It's good imagination, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have it? And there's people at church today, um, at Mormon Church, that were they were telling you you should probably want to get baptized at eight. What do you think about this? I don't have to do it. And why don't you have to do it? Because it's my life and not their life. Powerful, powerful. Does that does that make adults sometimes feel a little weird when you are so powerful in how you see things and how you feel about life? I think. Hmm. Yep. Do you feel more confident when you can just make a stand for yourself, even if it's a little bit uncomfortable? Yeah, like girls can't do tackle football in uniforms. It's so unfair. I love. <laughs> I want to tackle people. That's the main thing I like to do. Me and my cousins tackle people. <laughs> All right, tackle. so there you go. It doesn't just deal with religion. It's also with sports. Okay, Ruby, what do you think? Good. You think good? All right. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to say? No. No? Are you eating it? So we're going to start a YouTube channel. Oh, we're going to start a YouTube. We're going to start a YouTube channel. YouTube channel for YouTube. All right, I like it. DIY with the two little white girls. I like it. Okay, my friends, we're going to wrap up this daily fuel with a couple questions. Question number one is, where in your life right now have you begun to disempower the people around you because you're trying to give them the answer instead of guide them to their own answers, teaching them skill sets to become powerful in their own right. And the second piece with this challenge is, is 
try on the other angle with them. It can be scary. It can be a little fear, a little fear based. Give yourself the opening and the possibility to try another possibility on. All right, my friends, go do a couple of reminders. We wrap up this daily fuel. If you're not currently subscribed in iTunes or Google Play to the Warrior on Fire podcast, make sure you head on over to get yourself subscribed today at Warrior on Fire. Leave us a rating review and let us know how you feel about it. Also, if you're not accessing the current Warrior on Fire tribal membership site online for free we call the private quarters head on over to warrioronfire.com put your email address in and click submit you'll get access immediately to the private quarters and online home study course for free from me to you as well as daily action guides we're going to put on demand in the palm of your hand via email every single day with the outlines the tips and tricks and key notes from each of the daily fuel as well as a key question challenge and quote of the day also along with this, we've also got our Warrior documentary, our movie series available at wakeupwarrior.com where you can put your email address in, click submit there, and we'll be taking you on a movie documentary journey showing you the before and after experiences of warrior men, their families, their queens, and their lives being built every single day around the world and how you might be able to do the same thing too. So head on over to wakeupwarrior.com, put your email address in, click submit today. Thanks so much for being here. My name's Garrett J. White, signing off with my two little babies. Babies, anything you want to say today? Yes. Uh, <laughs> That's it? Ruby, anything you want to say? No. Yes. All right. Yes, yeah, yes. okay. Goodbye, fellow yes, yes, weirdos. Yes. Goodbye, fellow. Bye, weirdos. Bye, weirdos and fellows. Bye, weirdo warriors. <laughs> Bye, weirdo warriors. Gary J. I'm saying love and like, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. All right, let's go get pasta for mom. This is a podcast. A podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warrior on Fire. On Fire. <laughs> Share this with other men you feel need to hear. Don't forget to give us a review in iTunes and subscribe. So, is there a website? Wake up, wake up, warrior. For more information and other amazing content for warrior men just like you, head on over to GarrettJWhite.com now. Wow.